0: Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. And let's just take a couple moments and relax. Just let anything that's going on in your mind, anything you're doing, just put it aside. Let's just focus gently on what the Lord is doing in our lives right now. What He is speaking to you, His presence. Remember, He's always right there with you. You don't have to ask for Him to come. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to convince Him to be with you. He is with you always and in you always He is drawing you always. His heart is always toward you, is for you. He is for you. He's not trying to trick you or make life harder. He really does want what's best for you. Now, sometimes that causes us pain. Sometimes, you know, change is hard. We don't like it. We would like things just to stay the way they are. That gives us a sense of control. Gives us a sense of what we can expect. But when we have control, we don't need God. And unfortunately, we are driven by our needs. Our need for love, for Unconditional acceptance right now, how we are right now, and value that, that God cares about us, that we matter to him just as we are right now. Those things are what draw us, what drives us to get stuff, to get better at stuff, to more, No more people to be recognized. Whatever it is that, that drives you, the source of that is God-given. God built that into you. Unfortunately, because we've all been raised apart from our spirit, our soul has taken up that role and has changed it all around. So that instead of getting those needs met from spirit, which is a true fulfillment of those needs, we've gotten used to doing things on our own, out of our own strength or to hide our own weakness. And none of them satisfy. Now they may for a brief time. God desires us to be whole, and you desire to be whole, spirit, soul, and body. That also is built in. Now, I can tell you, if you have any desire to know God, to know him more, to know him better, if you have any questions that you're, you're pushing towards God, that in and of itself is God's drawing. He's, he's stirring you up so that you are not satisfied where you are. Yes, change is hard. We don't like it. We Again, we'd just rather things just be quiet and peaceful and don't disturb me. then we don't move towards God. And God doesn't spare for our groaning and complaining because your spirit, who you truly are, has already agreed to the plan God has for you. And you may not like it in your soul, but your spirit does. Your spirit sees the end. Your spirit, who you truly are, sees how God's plan will restore unity, spirit, soul, and body, so that you will be one in him. And that eternal life, that life of the kingdom will flow from your spirit, which is already where it is, into your soul and into your body. So now we've been talking a lot about spirit and the gifts and that they're not spiritual gifts they're supernatural they reside in your soul i want you to think about your natural senses for a minute you don't have to think okay now i'm going to use my eyes you simply open them and they work that's all part of your brain and all part of your your system, but you've gotten used to how your different natural senses work. How did that happen? You used them we learn balance we learn how to speak we learn how to what smells we like and don't like what what We like to taste, We how to speak. We've learned all these things by experience. When we were a little baby, we learned how to walk. First rolling over, then crawling, and then pulling ourselves up. And now, hopefully, most of us don't have much trouble going up and down stairs. Think about reaching for a doorknob how complex that would be if you'd never done it before. But we know how to do it now, how to reach for a doorknob, turn it, and pull. It's actually a very complex action, but we know how to do it because we've done it before. And there's something in our natural being that once we've done something before, the next time it's easier, and the next time it's easier. Then the next time, we don't even think about it. And now, opening a door is natural. It comes to us without thinking. We just do it. Then you add on, oh, look, there's a lock involved. We know how to unlock it. But it's a series of steps that we've learned how to do in the natural based on past experience. We've done it before. So as we approach what's going on in the supernatural realm, we can start looking at perhaps experiences that you've had before. There's a lot of people who've had experiences that they refer to as deja vu, like, oh, I've been here before, I've experienced this before. Maybe there's somebody that you've run into that looks really really familiar maybe you talk to them and you find out no they you know you've never run into them before but something about them is really familiar or even if you lose something say your keys or, or your you know driver's license in your house somewhere and you go and okay now where was it the last time i had it and then you're doing something else and you remember okay now i remember where it is that's Now, sometimes that's just memory, but it's all part of our heightened expectation of what God is doing in our soul. Just as in our body, what we experience becomes part of who we are. In our soul, in our soulical being, how we function what you experience will become easier and easier and just like in the in the example of the doorknob you're not just learning about okay how a doorknob works you're learning about how your hand works your wrist the the opposable thumb how to grip how hard not to grip what's necessary it's how much effort to put into it, how important it is to unlock the doorknob before you, you turn it, how important it is when you shut it to lock the door. You, there's a whole variety of activity involved around opening a door. But now odds are if I go say go open your door, you're not going to put a great deal of thought into I'm just going to open the door. It's because of experience. You've done it before. So, in the supernatural, your soul functions in specifically the solical realm. That's where us spirit beings, our souls, dwell and function in the solical realm. Now, the solical realm is part of a larger realm, the the supernatural realm. Now, super is simply above. So it's above the natural realm. The supernatural realm functions above the natural realm. Power and authority that resides in the supernatural realm that does not have the same effect in the natural realm it looks different it it feels different and but if there is still an authority and the power that functions now it doesn't go the other way around one of the reasons we especially christians are so imp, you know impressed or sometimes afraid of what the supernatural realm is is because it is so different than the natural realm the supernatural realm we so often interpret it according to our natural senses and we see because what goes on in the supernatural realm does not necessarily have to follow the rules the laws for instance, gravity, that are law in the natural realm. So we figure it's scary, where it's it's new, or we're going to put it off. It's not something we need to be involved in. But let me just propose that if God didn't want you to be involved with it, you wouldn't know about it. God made you a joint heir and a co-inheritor. God created everything. You're in him. You are a creator. He wants to show off to you what he has done. In order to do that, we have to be willing to see and experience what he has done, what he has made Including realms above what we have already participated in, the natural realm. Just like if we were going to go to another planet. There are so many planets and solar systems out there that it just boggles the mind. And for us, there's something in us, not just Western civilization, but people in general. What is that? We're, there's a curiosity, there's a why, there's a how. There's a, an interest. There's a curiosity. Now we feel it more when we aren't fighting for survival. But for most of us, there's something, a curiosity within us. That's part of our drive or the drawing from God to know Him. So, start thinking about is there an area that you're curious about how God does things in the supernatural realm. Now we know that there are, we've all had studies about the gifts of the Spirit and we're going to call them the gifts of the Holy Spirit, supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit. We, If we look at it, what we've tried to do there's actually very few scriptures or references in in the scriptures and what we've often done is we've taken those scriptures and tried to understand something that is far bigger than what's written in the scriptures it's like trying to trying to describe let's say looking at a a figure, an illustration in a book about human anatomy and thinking that that represents the human body. It's it's barely a shadow. It's the bare minimum. It gives us something, a point of reference, and it's helpful, but it is certainly not conclusive. It's a starting point a place where we can both point to, okay, that's the skull. So we can both now call the skull the skull. We can use the same term for that part of the anatomy. That certainly does not encompass the truth about what a skull is, what it's made of, how it grows, what its purpose is. Our heart to try to describe what it does we we look we go okay i understand what the heart is it pumps blood it keeps us alive it's really important there's basic essentials most of us understand but those understandings do not encompass the totality of what our heart is in the natural So as we start moving forward and talk about the supernatural gifts, those attributes and characteristics that are part of our soul, we start with common understanding, with the understanding that it is not the full truth. A starting point. So when we talk about the gift of wisdom and word of knowledge and prophecy and healing and miracles and faith and speaking in tongues, things like that, then there's gift of teaching and gift, gift of helps. Any Anything that we want to throw in that basket, we don't want to think that we've figured it out. It's a starting point. And it helps to understand God does not categorize our soul in that way. When you think about how you see, when you really studying how light works and what our brain the image that we see is actually inverted and our brain flips it back and we only see a certain range of light and each one of us sees light slightly different and we could go into a whole bunch of interesting factoids about it the point being is that we accept that we see and we just do it and so as we approach what's going on right now in the in your soul. Right now, in your soul, you have all the gifts operating. You're just not aware of it. Now, there odds are operating, moving at a very low level. Because your soul has come into contact with your spirit, your soul has begun begun to become enlivened. So what we're looking for is, as the process unfolds, we ask God himself to stir up our soul, to give us direction and guidance and opportunity to learn how our soul works, how it functions in the solical realm and in the supernatural realm. This is something God wants for us. It's part of our birthright as a spirit being to exercise authority and power that God has given us. We don't have to fight him for it. You can just rest assured if this is not something God wants for you or if this is all just a bunch of hooey, it won't work. If there are no latent abilities in the soul and you ask God to stir them up and there's nothing there, so what? Nothing's going to happen. but as we move forward what we want to look at is and this is a very personal experience is how god is expressing himself through your soul he's going to stir up touch magnify draw your attention surprise you in perhaps very subtle ways, perhaps very startling ways. But these are not gifts that are only given to a few. They are attributes that come with your soul. When you were born your DNA determined what color hair you would have. What color eyes, even what color skin was beyond your control. Likewise with your soul. The attributes of your soul have already been determined. They're gifts from God. Your soul is God's gift to you. And he wants us to Learn how that gift works, not just leave it in a box on a shelf. Your soul was given for this time. Just, just as your body was given to function here on this earth, in the natural realm, your soul was given to do something in the supernatural realm. He does not want us ignorant. He does not want us ignoring the opportunity he has given us. So again, these supernatural gifts don't function in the spiritual realm. That's why we don't call them spiritual gifts. But they reside in the supernatural realm, our soul. And they function in the supernatural and natural realm. So it's more accurate to call them supernatural gifts that are stirred up by the spirit. These gifts or abilities can be described as one of the many ways that God impacts the supernatural and natural realms through us, through our being available, our cooperating, our reaching out and allowing spirit to move through us. Now, Those capabilities are there whether you're a believer or not, whether you've been born again or not, whether you are spiritually dead or spiritually alive. Those capabilities, abilities in the soul. They can be, we could say that they are part of what Adam and Eve received in the garden from the very beginning and have been passed down to each successive generation. Now, from a Christian standpoint, there, are, there have been ebbs and flows, high tides and low tides, of interest and activity in the supernatural gifts, in the supernatural abilities of God's people. And others we I mean, even look at you know it'd be an, an interesting thing sometime to go through and look at how sometimes we have this great interest in the supernatural and then it wanes and then we're interested again and then we're not it ebbs and flows but the supernatural itself doesn't ebb and flow only our interest Only our interest. So we want to stir up our interest in what our soul is capable of. Still one of my favorite illustrations from the scriptures is Jesus telling his disciples. Now, his disciples, when when his disciples were walking around with him, they were dead in their spirit. They were not born again. Jesus had not resurrected yet. He hadn't paid for their sins yet. So they were walking around in their sin. They were just like everybody else. They were separated from the Father. And yet Jesus turned to them and said, if you had a little faith, you just speak to that mountain and say, be removed and cast into the sea. And it would be removed and cast into the sea. That was before they were alive in their spirit. That's the power and authority that you and I and every human being, every soulical being, has the ability in their soul. Now, what would that look like for the here and now? Gosh, that would be really interesting. That would be well, we you know what do we call it? superhuman, above human. And yes, that's exactly what it is. Your humanity is in your body. You also have a soul that's part of God's purpose for whatever he's doing in us. And again, if, if God wanted us to be able to fully have our souls fully integrated into our spirit he could you know give it a half a second thought and it would be done so there's something necessary about the process that we're going through but we want to i'd rather enjoy the process rather than have it just go on, on by the by the roadside i'd like to be participating in what he's doing And we don't have to wait for what he's doing out there. We can ask him to stir up our soul right now. And you can do that simply by just saying that, stir up my soul. I want to have a fully active soul I want it healed. I want it fully integrating into your spirit. I want it to be everything you want it to be, God. And I'm willing to learn how to live as a supernatural being that has a, has a soul, lives in a body, but is a spirit being. So we learn, so ask for for stirring up now, as you do that, start increasing your awareness as you get up in the morning or before you go to bed, start increasing your awareness, ask him whats you know what are you stirring up today?" and then throughout the day, I know some even have an, you know, a, a timer that every hour on the hour they stop and think, okay, Lord, draw my awareness to what you're doing in my soul right now. Because this is going to be a big key, is it's not about your understanding. It's not about even what God is stirring up. It's about your awareness because it's already happening. The supernatural realm is already all around you, and you are already participating in it. It's our awareness that has been dulled, and this is what God is stirring up. We are already interacting in the supernatural, stir up our awareness of it. So feel free to drop me a line. Hopefully we'll continue to clarify what it is that we're, we're looking for. On the one hand, it's hopefully exciting and enticing on the other hand don't be you know don't be afraid of it don't be concerned about it and keep your expectations to whatever the lord is is putting on your heart so thanks for tuning in this has been diane thomas of Rainers radio we'll be getting back together again the same time next week until then have a great night